Welcome to the Wrap Yourself in Joy podcast. I'm Karen Dwyer, speaker, teacher, and author of four books on joy. If you are searching for more joy in your life, join me for about 15 minutes every week. It could change your life. This Esther series is based on my book, Esther for Such a Time as This, Prayer, Reversals, and Joy. It has an imprimatur. So why not start a Cup of Joy women's group by inviting a few friends to listen to the podcast and meet for one hour over coffee for discussion and prayer. I'll send you free materials. Just sign up at my website, wrapyourselfinjoy.com. The podcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Hello, welcome to Wrap Yourself in Joy. I'm Karen Dwyer, and you are listening to podcast two of my Esther series, Esther for This Time. It follows my book, Esther for Such a Time as This, Prayer, Reversals, and Joy. Are you ready to jump into Esther for This Time, episode two? The Queen, the Refusal, and the Bad Advice. Today, we continue in Esther 1 with our introduction to the pompous and extravagant King Ahasuerus and the opulent six-month party he threw in the capital city of Susa, modern-day Iran. It was in the third year of his reign that he gave the celebration for the army of Persia and Media, the nobles and the governors of the provinces, to display his great wealth and splendor in order to gain support for going to war against Greece. After the six-month party, King Ahasuerus invited all the people, small and great, from the entire complex of his palace in Susa to another banquet lasting for seven days. At that banquet, men sat on couches of gold and silver and drank from golden goblets without restraint. The king said they could drink as much as they wanted. So let's join our historical story starting in Esther 1.9. Furthermore, Queen Vashti gave a banquet for the women in the palace of King Ahasuerus. On the seventh day, when the king was merry with wine, he commanded the seven eunuchs who attended him to bring Queen Vashti before the king, wearing the royal crown, in order to show the peoples and the officials her beauty. For she was fair to behold. But Queen Vashti refused to come at the king's command conveyed by the eunuchs. At this, the king was enraged and his anger burned within him. Who do you think Vashti had invited to her party? And why do you think Vashti refused to go when the king sent seven eunuchs or servants to fetch her? After throwing a monster of a party to display his wealth and power, King Ahasuerus wanted one last display of his greatness to his party-attending leaders and servants. It would be the magnificent entry and display of his most beautiful and fair wife, Vashti. Now, Queen Vashti was in the midst of throwing a grand party herself for the women, including the wives of governors, nobles, and officials that had come to the king's celebrations. She likely knew how inebriated the king and his subjects had become after 187 days of drinking and revelry. So when the king sent his eunuchs to carry Vashti into his party, decked out in the royal crown on the royal couch, she refused to come. Why would Vashti refuse? Well, the scriptures don't tell us why, but they leave us to suspect she would feel a loss of dignity by appearing before an unruly, intoxicated bunch of men to show off her beauty 
possibly in skimpy clothing. The uncertainty of what her husband would say or do in his inebriated state also could have been troubling to her. In addition, and of course, she may have simply wanted to stay at the party she was hosting. Let's continue with Esther 113, where at her refusal, the king was enraged and his anger burned. Then the king consulted the sages who knew the laws, for this was the king's procedure toward all who were versed in law and custom. And those next to him were Karshena, Shenthar, Admatha, Tarshish, Maris, Marsena, and Mamukin, the seven officials of Persia and Media who had access to the king and sat first in his kingdom. What is to be done to Queen Vashti because she has not performed the command of King Ahasuerus conveyed by the eunuchs? Then Mamukin said, in the presence of the king and the officials, not only has Queen Vashti done wrong to the king, but also to all the officials and all the peoples who are in the provinces of King Ahasuerus. For this deed of the queen will be made known to all women, causing them to look with contempt on their husbands, since they will say, King Ahasuerus commanded Queen Vashti to be brought before him, and she did not come. This very day, the noble ladies of Persia and Media who have heard of the queen's behavior will rebel against the king's officials, and there will be no end of contempt and wrath. If it pleases the king, let a royal order go out from him, and let it be written among the laws of the Persians and the Medes, so that it may not be altered that Vashti is never again to come before King Ahasuerus. And let the king give her royal position to another who is better than she. So when the decree made by the king is proclaimed throughout all his kingdom, vast as it is, all women will give honor to their husbands, high and low alike. This advice pleased the king and the officials. And the king did as Mamukin proposed, and he sent letters to all the royal provinces, to every province in its own script, and to every people in its own language, declaring that every man should be the master of his own house. This was some bad advice given to the king. Whatever the reason that Queen Vashti refused the king, she did not expect this ruthless reaction. The king's boiling rage overflowed. His ego suffered humiliation in front of his male guests. His wise men, who knew the laws and the culture which indicated they might have been aware of the culture with declining respect for marriage or disregard for a weakened king, with Mamukin as their spokesman, they advised the king to dethrone and remove Vashti forever. It should be noted that Mamukin's wife was likely at Vashti's party. So he did not want Vashti's disobedience to rub off on his own wife, don't you think? Guided by his wounded pride, with no respect for his wife, the king followed bad advice and dethroned Vashti. Then he decreed that all women throughout the kingdom must honor their husbands or be disposed of. To decree the dethronement of Vashti demonstrated more of the king's brutality and weakness than his strength. The Bible teaches women to honor and respect their husbands and men to love their wives. Ephesians 5, 25 and 33 says, Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. And 33 adds, and a wife should respect her husband. But you see, our king Ahasuerus was a pagan, consumed with pride and self-indulgence, who did not know God's commands or God's ways. Esther 2.1 tells us, 
After these things, when the anger of King Ahasuerus had abated, the king remembered Vashti and what she had done and what had been decreed against her. So it seems the king has regrets. This pagan king may lack morality, but you'll find this interesting. Historical evidence suggests that in ancient Persia, the king would have concubines whose job was to please him. Sons from concubines could come into positions in the government. However, it was only a son through marriage who could be an heir to his throne. According to Greek historian Herodotus, King Ahasuerus won a great battle after this feast but then a short while later suffered a great loss to the Greeks during the four years that occurred between Esther's chapter 1 and 2. The king returned home from battle and likely consumed himself with even more indulgence and sensuality, only to find he missed a lasting relationship with his lovely wife. The king's servants are about to suggest a solution, a beauty contest, with ointments and spa treatments to find the new queen. So in our next study, we will take off to a spa, circa 479 BC. It's time to conclude our journey for today with a bit of reflection. We witnessed a good example of taking bad advice from friends or advisors. The seven advisors told the king to dispose of Vashti when she wouldn't come to him at his beck and call even while entertaining party guests herself. So what wisdom do we take from our study today? Well, maybe we could consider these three ideas. Be cautious when taking counsel from worldly advisors who stroke your ego or are motivated by a desire for power. Or be courageous and maintain your dignity in difficult situations. Or Anger and violence do not demonstrate strength in a husband or a leader. So I leave you with these scriptures on godly wisdom and joy. Proverbs 3, 5-7 through With all your heart you must trust in the Lord and not your own judgment. Always let Him lead you and He will clear the road for you to follow. Don't ever think that you are wise enough, but respect the Lord and stay away from evil. <laughs> That's the good news translation. But I like it. With all your heart, trust the Lord and not your own judgment. James 1.5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given him. And Proverbs 3.17 says, Wisdom. Her ways are ways of pleasantness or deep joy, and all her paths are peace. Wow, what wonderful verses to reflect on as we look back at King Ahasuerus taking bad advice when he really needed wisdom and he needed godly wisdom. Well, we've come to the end of our podcast for today. I want you to know I'm so happy that you have joined our Esther series. You can find bookmarks for this series on my website, wrapyourselfinjoy.com, or why not follow along using my book, Esther, for such a time as this, Prayer, Reversals, and Joy. Until next week, know that I am praying for you to have a joy-filled week. And if you need wisdom, remember these verses from James 1 and Proverbs 3. Ask God, who promises to give it generously, and ungrudgingly, and ask him to lead you and clear the road for you to follow. 
Thanks for joining me today. Please visit my website, wrapyourselfinjoy.com, where you can learn more about Cup of Joy Women, my books, and even get free bookmarks. Please follow me on your favorite podcast app or download the show notes from today at wrapyourselfinjoy.com. Until next week, this is your friend Karen Dwyer reminding you to wrap yourself in joy.